It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard a Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast on a, uh, a Monday. And uh, Brady's been stalling all day. Don't know why he's been reluctant to get into the program. Um, it's going to be a really fun game. We had two, two great performances we saw this weekend, this past weekend. You saw one, I saw one. Uh, I remember mine. I don't remember yours. I had a school record set in my game. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm giving much. you a hard time. I know. My I'm not going to let you belittle that accomplishment. Goodness, I'm, I'm not belittling it. Actually, it was a Marysville kind of a weekend um, because uh, what Noah LaValle did in the hockey game, too, was mm-hmm. you don't see that every day. No. No, you don't. So, and then what was it? O'Flanagan, you think it was his what? Fourth? I believe that is his fourth. I went to look it up, and of course, the MIHL site was down all weekend. <laughs> uh, I haven't checked it uh, today. I know for sure it was his third because he had one at Orchard Lake St. Mary. He had one against Gross Point uh, North. That you did that game? We didn't did. You? Yep. And then he had one against uh, De La Salle. So that's at least three. And I think he had one other Cranbrook? as well, maybe Cranbrook. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's still down, by the yeah. way. So I believe that was his fourth overtime winning goal of the season. Talk about a clutch gene. Yeah. And, and again, what they, they, I think they played 14 games. So four overtime winners in 14 games. <laughs> Just under a, th- a third of your games. Um, and 24 goals now in 14 games. Yeah. But. And, and, and a nice win for the Huskies to send them now towards regionals, feeling good about themselves. And Marysville had a nice win to head towards regionals, feeling good about themselves. Right. And so. unfortunately, my Saturday game got canceled as I was on my way down. So that was unfortunate. But I did get to see DeMarco Singleton set a school record. But we'll talk about all that because we have, we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to have to preview the playoffs, which I feel like we kind of buried the lead there. Well, I mean, whatever. It's, it's been an ever-changing schedule. Mm-hmm. This, this week is crazy. Nothing that we had scheduled even on Friday is the same today. And I doubt we get through the week without something else changing. And then I've got the schedule up for the district's. Um, and, and let's hope that, that that goes off without a hitch. Yeah, because t- there's going to be th- those district parents came out. We can talk about it a little bit. We're going to have a, a di- uh, playoff preview special later in the week. There's some interesting matchups that could happen, but we'll get all into that and more. It's going to be a real. I think it's going to be a really fun show today. I know I'm going to be jabbing at you because you can just feel it, can't you? Can't you just feel it? What's different? That's every day. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Every time I hear uh, Stan with the with the comeback on, if you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, I always shout out, you're stupid. <laughs> and Brady shakes his head like he's doing it now. Come yes. on, you know you want to hear him say that. Anyway. <laughs> Where do we start with? Uh, start with Friday because that was, uh, you know, what DeMarco Singleton did. He outscored Clawson by 10. Come on. Yeah. Um, and the thing was is, like, he had a decent start. Like, I think he had nine in the first quarter. But you didn't see it in the first quarter and go, oh, wow, he's going to set a record. Then he had 18 at half. I think he was bolstered by near the end of the first half. He scored, like, five. He had a three, stole an inbound, got a layup, and – he had 18 at the break, but still, even then, you think, okay, they're blowing him out. They're going to they're gonna slow him down. He's not going to keep the pace up. He, his pace got better. Um, 31 points after th- uh, three, and that's when I think everyone kind of went, okay, he's close. Because I believe the record was 42, 41 or 42. And it was set back in 99 or 2000 by Kyle Volker, which, coincidentally enough, Eric Schunk was playing in that game. Um, ah, he's old. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't worry, Schunker. I got a lot more years on you. <laughs> um, but, no, he – and then you could tell, like, his teammates wanted him to get it. Like, they were feeding him the ball. He, they were trying to get it to him, and then he just – Scored, I think, the final eight points he needed back to back to back to back. And then he got to 43. They, I think they called a timeout. He was out there for, like, one more possession after that come out. Everyone gave him a standing ovation. His, his teammates were really happy for him. And, you know, it, it, that's, a, that's a big accomplishment to set a school record. To get 43 points in a high school game, that, that's a lot. That's, I, that's the highest I've ever seen live. I mean, even you think about the numbers Jamison's put up, he's, his high was 39 this year. Granted, he's gotten in the 30s a few times, but yeah. 43 points. out. Yeah, I think on the postgame tweet I put Marysville 71, DeMarco Singleton 43, Clawson 33. Yes, yeah. you're dead. Yeah, how often do you see a kid <laughs> outscore an opponent by themselves? Because you like to rub it in. Uh, anyways. Anyway, yeah. No, I'm just – Larry Smayfield had 10 points, by the way, so good job, Larry. And they, they were the top scorers the next day because uh, Marysville went right back at it and beat uh, Clintondale. Yes. Uh, it was 50-22. Uh, to 22. Uh, Marco only had 14 that game, but his Slacker. arms were probably still tired. Slacker. Uh, you know, and Larry Smayfield had 12 but what points that does that win. is it sets up what, what's going to be kind of a de facto Mac game, kind of championship game. Because the games played are all wonky. So I don't know how the Macomb Area Conference is going to do it. But right now, here's how it stands in the MAC Silver Bronze, which, by the way, I found out that they're still awarding a separate silver and bronze title. That's stupid. You're in one conference. Sorry. Go for one title. Anyway, <laughs> right now, Lincoln is only 6-0 and in division. Yep. Marysville is 9-1, Lakeview is 8-1. Marysville beats Lincoln, they move to 10-1. Now, you noticed Lakeview has 
one game left on their schedule, and yeah. it's a non-conference game. So they're done playing league games. So At least according to the Max site, I yeah. don't know. Unless they pick something yeah, up this because week. things can change. Um, yeah, it's hard to – it's hard to say the way this year's gone with who's playing but, when. But somewhere Lakeview missed a league game. If you make up that game, the best they could do is finish with the same record as Marysville. Right. If Marysville wins. And Lincoln, Lincoln's only played six league games. But as yeah. far as I'm concerned, 10-1 is better than 6-1. and one. Right. But is it their fault that they didn't have games played. I know they're supposed to play Marine City on Saturday. I think they play Clintondale at some point. Um, but they, they're going to try to get there. I don't know if they'll get to 10. They're not going to get to 10. They'd have to play every day this week. Right. So if Marysville goes, let's say they're 10-1, and one, Lincoln ends up 9-1, and one, and Lakeview's 9-1, and one, do you give it to Marysville? Is it a three-way tie? How do you handle that? I give it to Marysville. They won more league games, and they had the same number of losses as those other teams. Now, if, say, they were 10-2 and two and the other teams were 9-1, and one, then I might say, okay, we have co-champions because if you did it like the way they do baseball standings, the two teams would be even, like nobody right. would be a game back or a half game back or whatever. Yeah, that's... But at 10-1 and one and 9-1, and one, you're a half game back. You lose. <laughs> Not my fault you didn't play all your games. Yeah, this they don't have – even on the MHSA site, they only have the South Lake game. The games they, that uh, Lakeview lost was Clawson and Marine City. Um, but Marysville, basic. So what we're saying is Marysville wins tonight at 5, which, by the way, on stream 1, I have a doubleheader for you, or stream 2, have a doubleheader for you. They cannot do worse than at least have a three-way tie for a league title. So something for them to play for. Yes. Do you want to talk about your nightcap? Yeah, now, I figured or, might yeah. as well because because this speak- is just as confusing. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of playing for a league title, let me pull up exactly how it's set up right now for the girls because Marysville's girls team takes on St. Clair. Here are the here's the gold division standings right now because that gold division is all sorts of messed up. Like yeah. they that that, that at, at one point only St. Clair and Fitzgerald were allowed to play games. Yes. So, Marysville right now is 5-0. and St. Clair, 5-1. and Simple math. Marysville wins. St. Clair loses. They're 5-2. and Marysville, 6-0. and There's no yeah, debate. Nobody, yeah, there's no debate. And this is going to affect the schedule later in the week. Because Mary, let's say St. Clair pulls off. I guess it would be an upset. I mean, they combine for three losses uh, com- between the two teams. St. Clair beats Marine, Marysville. Five and one and six and one. Well, Marysville has a would play the crossover on Wednesday because that's the Matt crossover date. So they would be a home against Cousineau. St. Clair would be at, at Lakeview. Marysville's girls uh, would. I don't know if they they're yeah they don't have a game scheduled past that point, but if St. Clair knocks off Marysville, then it looks like a tentative game between Marine City's girls and St. Clair's girls would happen Friday. So then if Marine City wins, that would then knock off St. Clair. Marysville would still be the champs. Um, but it's if you're following this, the simple solution, Marysville wins tonight, they're Matt Gold champions. St. Clair wins, worse than, again, you get into the, well, St. Clair's 6-1 and one and Marysville's 5-1. and one. 
and then where do you go from there? Well, then again, if St. Clair plays on Friday and beats Marine City and goes to 7-1, and one, right. I then proclaim that they're the outright champs. Right, and th- this is a weird thing because, I mean, Marysville lost a game at Fitz, and you're like, well, they win that game, but then you're playing into the hypotheticals. It's just a weird situation. Well, the, here's the other weird part about it is these two teams have already played. Yes. And it was at Marysville. Yes. And they're going to play at Marysville again. So the Saints never got them on their own court. Yes. Um, advantage Marysville. And um, the Saints have something to prove in this game because Marysville embarrassed them the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think St. Clair's that bad of a team. No. I just think Marysville got the better of them that game. So – there's where the MAC standings are kind of very wonky and confusing. Um, yeah, I don't – I mean, yeah, you try to make sense of it as best you can. As far as I I believe there's no way for Marine City to catch up. Yeah, they're at 4-2, and two and they're just not going to play enough games. Well, and plus, Marysville would have to lose twice, and I don't think they have two games left on the schedule. Yeah, so at least not two league games. Yeah. So this I, is their last league game. I think so. we explained it well enough for that. Um, <laughs> it, it, you know what this feels like? This feels like an FHL lesson <laughs> in standings. Yeah. Should we just where go nobody, by percentages? Where, but, but, but the difference is, is that when this season started, the MAC was trying to have everybody play an equal number of games and everybody plays everybody, whereas in the FHL, they start the season with the schedules all wonky and, uh, and they just don't worry about it. I don't know anybody in Byron, Michigan, so I'm just going to shut that off. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, if you don't know they, what we're talking they, about. They started on purpose with one team's going to play 55 games, one team's going to play 50, one team's going to play 40 games at home and 20 For on the road, who are very one team's going to play right all their now, games on the road. Who doesn't know what's going on, the Prowlers <laughs> in their league, the Federal Hockey League, the league's been around for over a decade now, and not once have they started off a season with an even schedule where everyone plays the same amount of games or has the same amount of home and road games. So and that's so what they don't do it by to. points, which is what you would normally do. They do it by uh, a win or a point percentage thing. It's right. not even a win percentage. It's a point percentage. Yes. So anyway. Anyways. Back to basketball. Um, five o'clock, Marysville boys can clinch a – I think a share. I don't think they can win it outright. I don't know how the Mac's doing it. They can clinch another year up on the banner should they win tonight against Lincoln. So you got two big ones. Yes. First the boys game, then the girls game, and there are league ramifications in both yes. games. Yes, and hopefully this shakes out and we get some clarification from the Mac. I don't know exactly how it's going to go. I just know if they win, they should both be league champs. Okay. I'll be in Romeo tonight, assuming that we get clearance from the school that it's mm-hmm. okay to be there. That's where the Port here on Northern Girls are. Initially, we had PH Anchor Bay on the schedule for girls, which I was really excited about and which could have been a preview of the um, district semifinal game. Which we can talk about that in a bit. That might not be the worst thing for PH to miss this game. Well, they, they had three on the schedule, and we were doing all three. This week, and now we're not doing any because they're out until districts start. Yeah, and you, you mentioned that they could play Anchor Bay in the semifinal, and while they could, last year, remember, the week before districts, 
Port Huron High beat Dakota. Played them in districts, lost to them. Don't know if it, it's better or worse that they avoid a team they might see in their first district game, but the Anchor Bay plays Marysville in the first round. Um, I don't know. Maybe, do you, what do you think? Port Huron High not playing a team twice in two weeks and the second one really for all the marbles? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I don't like the idea of playing them that close together, but I was also excited because, you know, we did our draft and I took two girls off of Anchor Bay and I think I've got two girls off of PH, maybe three, and you drafted a couple of PH girls. I mean, there a lot of, lot of good basketball players. Yeah. This is an, uh, uh, two good teams, and it would have been a really fun game uh, to uh, watch. Good, another good test for the Big Reds because they were playing at Anchor Bay. Um, then they would have had a game uh, in the middle of the week that probably wouldn't have been too exciting um, against Ford. Um, and Still then they were going to play Edison on Friday, and that was on our schedule as well. Which would have been a heck and of a game. Yeah, that I would have been really interested in seeing. But, but again, you, you start your, your districts a few days later, you probably don't need that Edison game. But it, that's, it, it's just a fun game to yeah. think about and a fun game if they could have played it. So and I guess the one thing that it does do is it lets Emma Trombley slowly get ready for districts. But the bad part is her first game back will be a district game, assuming she can play yeah. next Wednesday. So all good stuff. Yeah. Um, let's, get, uh, let's jump back here to uh, boys basketball. Well, I was at the Northern game on Friday, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to point out that Tyler Jamison's two lowest scoring games this season, 15 points and 14 points, and those are the two times I've seen him play. Come on. He doesn't even try to shoot when I'm there. He passes to everybody. He gets a bunch of assists and a bunch of rebounds, uh, triple doubles. But I want to see him score 39 against somebody. <laughs> I want to see him be poured in 35 on Wednesday. He was averaging uh, 29 points a game last week going into Friday's game. He scores 24 and a half uh, a game this season, and he was averaging 20. He had scored 23 or more in six straight games, and, and, and he hardly shot the ball. He had one point at halftime. I was so disappointed. They won. They won big. They beat Fitzgerald 58-40. to 40. I saw like a, a, a triple technical foul called in the last minute of the game, which was kind of fun too. <laughs> Um, and uh, Kastobrowski with 16, Jamison with 15, Ryan McNeil returned. I thought that was huge. They, they got him into a game and, and got some rust knocked off, uh, and he scored 14 points. Um, so, you know, they're, they're getting ready. Are they going to be the, the favorite in that district? No, but they the way it's set up. They have a nice draw. They have a nice draw. Um, and, and it's nice for us because we're going to get a PH Northern game yes. in the playoffs. Those are always fun. And the winner of that game's going to play on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to have one of the Port Huron schools on Friday. Northern thinks they can be that team. Which we'll talk about uh, the, the district pairings probably in our third segment because we have a lot of hockey to talk about too. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that next. Uh, we have a lot to cram in today. Yeah. Um, but – uh, you just yeah, want to run, run through these scores? Yeah, go ahead. Run through the scores. Um, so uh, it was uh, Crosslex over Algonac, 68-15. to 15. Trey Kolakovich had 18. Tyler Johnson, 13. Hunter Soper, 12 points in that game. Uh, Anchor Bay Boys beat St. Clair, 51-44. to uh, 44. A Yale over Stevenson, 
58-33, which, which that, when we saw that score, a, we're like, is, is Stevenson must be down this year because Yale is really struggling. That's a good win for Yale. I mean, Stevenson right now, I'm trying to find them. Um, where I'm assuming they're – according to this, they were – they're third in the MAC red-white. They're really? five and three overall, four and two in the red white. Well, then Yale rose above and beyond on yeah. Friday night. Uh, Elmont beat North Branch fifty-eight forty-four. Armada over Imlay City fifty-seven to thirty-six. Brown City and Sandusky went triple overtime because all Sandusky does is play close games. Fifty-four fifty-two. Brown City won that one. North Huron over Deckerville. 52 to uh, 38. Just a couple of girls games uh, real quick for Friday. North Branch over Elmont, 43-33. Deckerville beat Peck, 39-26. Light schedule on Saturday as well. We mentioned Marysville's boys won at Clintondale, 50-22. Uh, Mooney uh, dropped one at uh, Madison Heights Bishop Foley, 65-52. And in girls basketball, Sandusky shut down Burton Bentley, 39 to 12 and there was a whole bunch of hockey over the weekend too but we'll get to that in the next segment all right sounds good Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Something that you don't see happen very often, Brady. Um, but it does happen, and it happened on Friday in Marysville's hockey game when they beat St. Clair Shores Unified 7-4 to uh, I believe the game was down at St. Clair Shores. Yes. Um, there was a penalty to the Vikings. And on the delayed call, St. Clair Shores <laughs> pulled yeah, the goalie I know and say. shot the puck into their own net. Had you ever seen that happen in a game you broadcast? Um, I have, but it was so long ago that the circumstances elude me. But, really? yes, I have seen it. And it was in a professional game. I think it was in a Border Cat game. Really? I think we were in Utica, uh, New York. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they might have been the blizzard at that time because they had several teams there. But uh, but I I do recall uh, the the goalie going out, and the puck was down in the Port Huron zone. and It was like a pass from behind the net trying to hit somebody in the slot, and it went right through the guy all the way down the ice, bang, dead center into the empty net. (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that a backbreaker? Raise your butt to get a, a yeah, penalty. Which, which is weird because, you, you know, they still get the power play. <laughs> right. You should – yeah, you should have to forfeit the power play if you do that. Just um, as a punishment. And and you know what? As I'm thinking about this, I they got the power play, and I think they scored on the power play. <laughs> um, so, like, it was – yeah. But uh, that happened in the Marysville game on Friday, and the uh, Vikings got a nice 7-4 to win. Then on Saturday, they were the uh, first game of uh, a double dip at McMorrin. Uh, they took on Utica. This was actually like up-and-down hockey, scoreless game late in the first period, and Utica took a penalty, 
and Marysville's power play was unstoppable on Saturday. They ended up going four for five on the power play. Weren't all four scored all by Lavalley? Four goals by Noah Lavalley. Uh, so he scored. So it was only one nothing at the end of the first. But Utica took a penalty to start the second. Lavalley scored to make it two to nothing. Then they got a breakaway goal from Donaldson to make it three to nothing. Then they got a shorthanded goal from Turner to make it four to nothing. Because anytime you score two power play goals, the other team gets the next power play. Um, and then uh, U- Utica got a goal late in the second on a power play to make it four to one going into the third. But then guess what? They got another power play and Lavalley scored again and again. Uh, so he ended up uh, with uh, four goals all on the uh, power play. Uh, John Swiss scored the last goal for Marysville. Kyle Bowerson had three assists in that game. Uh, Braden Turner, shorthanded goal and three assists. He's really like, he's only a sophomore, and and he's he's skating right now at a different speed than everybody else. Like when he turns it on, he's beating guys to the outside. This is not a big player. No, he he he's he's not a big guy, but he plays in the tough areas on the ice. Like I'm really becoming a Braden Turner fan mm-hmm. uh, with with the style that he plays and with the skill level that uh, that he seems to possess. He's going to be a good player uh, the next couple of years. He, I think he's already a pretty good player, but he's going to be a really good player. We're going to be saying for a while. I think so. Yeah. Um, so and and you know, Lavalley is another young player. He's got at least another year left. I, th- I believe you're right. So. And he had he had 17 last year, um, and kind of went unnoticed because uh, the Miller kid scored like 35 goals last year for Mary. So, um, and was all anybody talked about. Um, but uh, they've got. Some some good players there. They've got a good goalie. They're going to play um, a, a team, Thumb Legion, that played them tough early in the year. But like we were talking about it off the air, looking at this regional that that's actually starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, You'll and be at that game. I'll be at that game. Marysville uh, Thumb Legion going. Marysville might be better now than they were when they played those games because remember the. Thumb Legion, I think, was their second and third games after having 12 off. They played Anchor right. Bay, lost, then they played Thumb Legion tied, played Thumb Legion, and won. Yeah, I think they actually beat them twice. I think it was like a Saturday double dip up in the barn. I could be thinking of a different uh, team. But, no, Marysville seems to be hitting their stride. Uh, if thumb, if the Legion of Doom or whatever you call them <laughs> wants to – I was having fun with that. Wants to beat And they're not bad. no. But it seems like, look at the teams Marysville's lost to. Port Huron High twice. What did they do in those games? They slowed it down, didn't score a lot. Anchor Bay slowed the game down, waited for Marysville to make mistakes. The Vikings want to fly around and they want to score goals. They want to go up and down the ice, up and down the ice. Because when they do, it seems like they either score one or two goals or they score seven or eight. And that, that just seems like the, the recipe for success if you want to slow down Marysville because you said it. Turner loves to skate. LaValle loves to go up and down the ice. The games they've lost, hold on. So they lost their Their, their defense game. pushes it, uh, yep. too. They, like, uh, and here's the other thing. They scored four power play goals Saturday, and they sat out Aiden Minesburg, who is normally the quarterback on their power play. But you throw Minesburg and Bowerson – um, and they've been kind of switching. Sometimes Barno plays forward. Sometimes Barno plays defense. Sometimes Donaldson plays forward. Sometimes Donaldson plays defense. But both those guys, when they're back on the defense, they will rush the puck 
up the ice and they will attack. Um, so, so here's a stat for you. Marysville has lost a grand total of, I believe, four games or five games they have. The MHSA site's a little off. Five games. They've lost it to a total of three teams. Anchor Bay twice, Port Huron twice, and Lake in St. Clair Shores. Uh, it says Lakeview, but I'm assuming that's unified. Yeah, unified, yeah. Once. They, they've only lost to a couple of teams. It's been Anchor Bay's had their number, who, again, opted out of the playoffs, which is disappointing. And Port Huron, uh, was it 3-2 to two the first time? What was it the second time? Was it 3-2 to two again? 3-2 to two both games. Yeah. The first game of the winning goal was scored with 13 seconds left. Yes. On a power play. But most of their wins, seven goals, seven goals, three goals, seven or eight goals, five goals, five goals, five goals, nine goals, six goals. They like to get the offense going, but when you slow them down, they don't have as much success. They've only won one game where they've scored less than four goals, four goals or less. Yeah, and I would imagine, well, I mean, Thumb Legion has blown out some bad teams, but uh, they've also played tough with the better skilled teams, including Marysville. It was 2-2 the game at McMorrin, and I think it was 5-3 the game up in Sandusky. Yeah, uh, Thumb Legion, by the way, is – I mean, you look at some of the teams they've lost to. They lost to Fenton. They lost to Marysville uh, once. They started off actually 0-3. They lost to Troy, lost to Bishop Foley, and lost to Edsel Ford. Since then, their only losses, I mentioned Fenton, Marysville. They lost to Anchor Bay 5-1. They actually beat Beat Notre Dame Prep twice, I believe. Yes. On on the same day. Yes. And they lost to Swan Valley in overtime. Not a bad... Again, they haven't beat any world beaters, but they've played. They've beat up teams they should beat up. They beat Chippewa Valley 4-1, to one, which seems like no one has been able to do that. <laughs> and I know. They, they, they trampled on Tawas, and I mm-hmm. think Tawas is pretty bad. Yeah, 6-1. So that's the first game. That's tomorrow. And then the winner takes on Port Huron Northern. Does one team have a better chance than the other to pull off an upset? Well, I, I, to me, um, I, I think Marysville at this stage of the game, and again, I, I've only seen Thumb Legion once, and I thought they played a really terrific game. Mm-hmm. But I just think like Marysville um, is a little more battle-tested at this point, and I think they're better now than when they played that, that game. So, I, I, and again, I, I, all of these teams are fairly even, but I like Marysville in that game. And then a Marysville-Northern matchup, again, I don't think it's a mismatch. Mm-hmm. It's not. We had we debated a little bit. It's not impossible that Marysville wins this game. I just think Northern's going to win the game. So what I just was- think Northern plays a tougher schedule. I just think Northern has the best two players on the ice most nights mm-hmm. um, with O'Flanagan and, and Barless. Um, the Huskies are big. They're getting good goaltending from Sheffer. Um, and I just think it'll, it will be tough. Marysville will have to play their best game to win, and PH can play Northern. 90% or, or Northern can play 90% and win this game. So if you're the coach at Marysville, you're walking in and you wanna, you're telling your boys the game plan. What are you drawing up? To, to give yourself the best chance to pull it off? You know, that's a really difficult question to answer because I, I think you talked about teams have success when they slow it down against Marysville. I think Northern 
will try to play a, a slower, tighter checking, lower scoring game. I mean, I just watched them play back to back two to one overtime games. Mm-hmm. Um, they they don't. I mean, they can run and gun, but that's not really their style. So I'm interested to see what happens here if Marysville tries to run and gun, and if Northern says okay, we'll trade chances with you and see how that goes. Um, because that's where I think Northern could get into trouble. Right. You, you try to run and gun, a couple bad bounces, you find yourself down 2 nothing. Now you're going, okay, we have ourselves a game. But, you know, it, it just comes down to then, like, if the top two lines cancel each other out and score the same number of goals, then it's the secondary lines, and who has the better secondary lines, and Northern might be just a little bit deeper. Okay. Yeah, because it's going to be, in, like you said, by the way, Give Northern a little love for that 2-1 to one win over De La Salle. I don't think we really talked about it too much. Yeah, Logan O'Flanagan it. had both goals. He had the overtime winner, which we think was his fourth of the mm-hmm. season, which in and of itself, that's like that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't happen a lot. Um, it was a really uh, good game. It was a playoff-style game, tight checking. Um, there weren't a ton of mistakes made uh, in, in the hockey game. De La Salle is not very big, but they skate, and they're well coached. They don't get out of position. Um, the, the, they, do, they have a good goaltending. They're young. They have a lot, they have a lot of juniors on their, their team, so they're bringing a lot of people back next year. I think, I think they had six seniors, 11 juniors, and four sophomores on oh, their wow. team. Um, and like I say, they're tiny, but they're like little gnats. They're just like all over you, and it was a good hockey game. That's a good win for Northern. Northern's had a lot of good wins this year. You you look over what they they did, Cranbrook, yep. St. Mary's, road wins, yes. De La Salle at home, the Gross Point North game. Um, was a, uh, They had a couple of wins against uh, them. I mean, they, they've had some nice wins this year, um, and, and it's been a good season for the, uh, the Port Huron Northern Huskies. And to me, they're my favorite to get out of this regional. I don't know a ton about Romeo. I think Romeo is better than Davison, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think it'll be Northern and Romeo in the final on Saturday. And I think every game that I'm going to see in that tournament is going to be a close game. Yes. And Northern gets out of it, you know who they're going to face. And maybe slowing it down, like they did the last two games against Trenton and De La Salle, maybe they're trying to set the blueprint for what they're going to have to do should they play Brother Rice. Yeah. Because if Brother Rice runs in guns and they play that style, Northern's going to be in trouble. And that quarterfinal would be March 23rd at 4 o'clock. Uh, and if Northern or Marysville uh, is, is in it, we'll be there. Yes. And thank you, District Drawings, because that gave us one last tough decision to make because the teams we needed to have buys have buys. Yes. Yeah, it worked out because the boys' district start that night uh, and the district that uh, we'll be covering, uh, or one of the districts that we'll be covering there, uh, that was a night where, I mean, the the game wasn't a very interesting one and wasn't one that I think we would have gotten a lot of listeners for whereas a quarterfinal hockey game with northern or marysville we think we'll do very well with yeah and and will be a lot of fun too so just throwing that out there for Mm -hmm. those of you that are wondering what did you do in our game 
No, you, you get mad over situations that haven't happened. Stop it. <laughs> You're getting mad over I, a pretend scenario. I have been doing this for 30 years, Brady, and the one thing that I know is that you can't make everybody happy and that there is always that person. Right. There but, is always that parent that thinks their team, even though they haven't won a game all season, even though they lose by 60 points to teams, and even though their kid hasn't gotten off the bench, think that their team's going to win that game and their kid's going to score 100 points in that game. Why didn't you have that game on? Okay, when that happens, you can get mad, but don't get pre-mad. It has happened, and I'm just venting now because when I was at the radio station, I couldn't go on the air and vent because somebody would – would say, you can't do that, but now I own the company so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Call me. I'm the boss. I'm not going to fire my employee. <laughs> all right. All right. Is that, is that all we have for hockey? We'll talk about a potential quarterfinal game uh, should it happen between uh, either hopefully one of Northern or Marysville or against, against Brother Rice unless their team just disbands in the next week. Could happen. All right. So we'll have it's dist- a crazy year. It, it, it is. We'll have district parents up next for boys and girls basketball. We have a lot to talk about. All right. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people.
TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Or a triple technical. What? Triple technical. Oh, yeah, you saw that. Yeah. Uh, uh, on Friday, didn't you? Yeah. I think, I, and I actually think one of the texts was on the scorekeeper. <laughs> Really? So Fitz, Fitzgerald's coach, his dad is the scorekeeper. Okay. So it's senior and junior. Gotcha. And I think senior was, was lipping off to one of the officials, and so junior tried to protect him and got a tech. And then a northern kid actually kind of might have bounced the basketball off a kid's face, so he got a tech. <laughs> might have. And, and, and then dad got a tech. <laughs> <laughs> so we shot two free throws at one end, went down to the other, shot two free throws, and then came back to the other end and shot two free throws. What? And, and the whole part about it was there was like 38 seconds left in an 18-point game, and it's like, what's the point? All right. <laughs> Do you want to start with boys or girls districts? Uh, ladies first because they start first. They'll start uh, on uh, Monday the uh, 22nd, and we will be covering um, two districts. Uh, stream one and stream two, obviously, and there'll be three games that first night. Yeah, let's start with um, the Division One, which has the new Lee Christen Division One Marysville Vikings. They'll take on Anchor Bay. In uh, I don't have the times here. I don't five thirty. Got them. Okay, yeah, I've, so they, I've got everything here. So they're they're at five. You can default to me. I'm assuming that the top just goes first of the bracket. Um, so New Baltimore Anchor Bay takes on Marysville. First round of that district, winner will take on Port Huron High. The second game, Macomb, Dakota, third time they match up with Port Huron Northern. You'll be at both those games, correct? Yeah, that, that'll be out at Dakota, 5.30 and 7 o'clock. So we'll have Anchor Bay, Marysville, winner plays PH on Wednesday. Uh, and then Dakota against Northern, winner gets Lance Cruz North on Wednesday. And then, of course, Wednesday's winners will meet on Friday in the district final at Dakota at 7 o'clock. So it'll be 537 Monday and Wednesday uh, for the two games and then the championship game at 7. 
on Friday. Here's the sad part about this district. You might have five teams that are quality enough if you just had an average district that they could win it, that they would at least have a shot to play in the championship game. I think you have three teams that it's not unfathomable unfathomable to say that they are a quarterfinal quality team. Yep. Two of them won't even get a district title. Oh, I know. It's well, I mean yeah, I I've been talking up Anchor Bay as much mm-hmm. as I can. Um Marysville, if Marysville were where they're supposed to be, yeah. I'd be picking them to win their district. Yes. Period. They're, yeah, they're they're a good team. They just have to go through an absolute gauntlet of a district because they'd likely have to beat Anchor Bay, then Port Huron, and then probably Lons Cruz North just because that's where that's the favorite on the bottom side of the bracket. Yeah, no, the, the Lons Cruz North is the team that, that – They haven't lost, have they? Uh, if they have, it's only been one time. Lons um, Cruz North, 13-0. Yeah, they, they, they've, they've, got, uh, they've got at least one girl that just flies around the court and can score. Yeah. So, um, so this is a tough district, and the thing is, like, like if, for a casual fan, Port Huron, let's say they don't win the district, they just go, oh, well, Port Huron is supposed to have this great team, and they never won a district. I'm telling you right now, whoever wins this district, I'm writing it in stone as winning the regional. This is tougher than the regional. Yeah, I, and I hate to, to say that, but, yeah, the team that wins this district – likely punches a ticket to the quarterfinals. And then once you get to that point, it's who knows. Anything can happen at that point. I'm going to find real quick. So the teams in the other district. Um, all right. Oh, here it is. Okay. So the other districts that would match up in a possible regional, they would play the winner. Here are the teams that they would play in the regional semifinal. Lance Cruz, Roseville, Frazier, Lakeshore, Lakeview. Lakeview's a decent team, but they won the blue, I believe. The, yeah, they won the blue. I think Port Huron or Port Huron Northern or Lance Cruz North or Anchor Bay or even Marysville would be a favorite against any team in that region. Yeah. Then you look at the two districts that they would match up with for a regional championship. I'd almost say if Dakota found a way to get through, don't they write Dakota be, yeah. off in that regionally, even though I don't think they won a game in the red this year. No, Dakota went 2-10. They're the best bad team in the state. In the MAC. Here's who they would match up with in a regional final. Here are the options. Utica, Utica Ford, Chip Valley, Stevenson, Sterling Heights, Eisenhower, Stony Creek, Troy, Troy, Athens, Rochester. Now, I don't know a whole lot about those, that Stony Creek, Troy schools. Um, looking at this real quick, Stony Creek's 11-1, and every other team I mentioned besides Troy has a losing record, so probably Stony Creek. Don't know much about them. I'm still telling you, after the schedule the Big Reds have played or after what Northern has gone through in the MAC Red, I'm picking the, the, the team out of the Dakota district that is a tougher district than it would be a regional. Yeah. Bar none. I would agree with that. Um, on uh, Brady's side, on stream two, we're uh, going to be uh, covering the Richmond district for the girls, which will start on uh, Monday with uh, a Marine City Algonac 7 o'clock game at Richmond. That's the only game that night. Yes. The winner 
will uh, move on to play Lutheran North on Wednesday in a 7 o'clock game. The early game that day is Richmond-St. Clair. Mm-hmm. And then the finals will be on uh, Friday in Richmond at 7 o'clock. And this is one for, for me where I really like St. Clair in this one. I don't know much about Lutheran North, but um, if Marine City can get by Algonac and get by Lutheran North, that would be a fun final, St. Clair Marine City. Yeah, I mean, of course it would be fun to have those two. Algonac's only 4-8, and eight, uh, Lutheran North's 4-7. and seven. So, again, you know that with – you look at a team like Dakota, you go, oh, they're 2-10. and 10. You don't know how tough it is. But Marine City would probably be the – it's looking like an East China championship game. Richmond hasn't won a game all year. St. Clair is probably going to beat them. Marine City, I would hope, could get through Algonac and Lutheran North. I'm not going to sleep on the Muskrats. I just don't know a lot about them. Yeah. Um, that would be a fun – Friday night district game, district championship game. And then they would, the winner of that uh, would likely looks like uh, probably a Notre, oh no, Notre Dame Prep's 0 7. When did Notre Dame Prep get bad at girls' basketball? Um, no, I don't know. Well, anyway, they would can't play, be good every year, can They you? would play the winner of District 61, which is Notre Dame Prep, Clawson, Lampfear, Centerline, Cranbrook. Cranbrook, for those wondering at home, Four and three on the year. Well, uh, and uh, Cranbrook uh, is the team that Emily City handled in that mm-hmm. regional last year. Yeah. Marine City went and played Lake Fenton, who were unbelievable. Um, and Emily City played uh, Cranbrook and, and whacked them pretty good. Which, by the way, unfortunately, we won't be able to cover, cover this district. This is at Yale. I'm just going to go through it real quick. Armada Almont and the girls play on Monday. The winner of that takes on the host, Yale. The early game is Croslex, Emily City, and then you look at that, you go, okay, it's a BWAC district. I don't think Emily City lost a BWAC game. Yeah, I, I, they're my favorite in that one. And Yeah. I just, I, th- I just, I mean, I don't know if I like it or hate it that or the two local districts wouldn't match up to the regional final. I mean, if you got two teams there, then you got a guaranteed quarterfinal. That's what I mean. That's why I like it. Because if you get the right draw, then you're guaranteed somebody from the area is going to the quarterfinal, and I'm for that. Yes, which, I mean, I know we haven't talked a lot about MLA City girls basketball, but they are good, and they kind of set themselves up looking at their draw. They could be a legitimate quarterfinal team. And we'll keep an eye on them. Guess what? There's no Lake Fenton in their, in their region. Yeah. I, they, I, I'm, I'm hoping they graduated everybody and went away. <laughs> but yeah, the, the district I'm covering, Richmond, St. Clair, uh, Marine City, Algonac, the opening game winner that takes on Lutheran North. I think the Saints are the favorite probably in that, in that district. I think they're the team but to beat. I, I'm not going to say Marine City doesn't have a, a really good chance. No, because we've both kind of felt that, uh, that Marine City is better than what they've done so far this year. They, they had that one awful stretch of like three games where they couldn't shoot. But w- when when they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, uh, they're formidable. Yes. they they've We've seen them play well. It's just they haven't gotten into a rhythm at all this year. Yeah. It's like, what do you want them to do? And they've had a lot of cancellations, mm-hmm. and so you don't know how that's going to affect it too. Right. And maybe that is what affected them in the beginning. Yeah. So, all right, are we good to move on to the boys? Yeah, or? let's talk boys. Uh, again, uh, I'll be at Dakota. 
Now, uh, Tuesday is when the, the district starts, but if Northern or Marysville is still playing hockey, we'll be at the quarterfinal for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, Anchor Bay, Lowndes Cruz North is the first game uh, in that uh, district uh, there, and the winner of that game um, will play uh, Port Huron High uh, in – no, well, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll play, play Dakota. Dakota. Yes. Uh, on Wednesday in the late game because the early game on Wednesday is Port Huron against Port Huron Northern, which which won. guarantees a Port Huron school in the final on Friday. We f- we get a crosstown rivalry game, albeit it had to wait until the districts, but we got it. <laughs> and yeah, I mean Northern is going to be the prevailing favorite in that matchup, um, and I know that Dakota is not a. From what I hear, they don't have a superstar. They don't have like a seven-footer that you're like, oh, my gosh, they don't have a Thomas Kithier or something like yeah. that. They have decent play. They have good players. I mean, they're 9-1, for God's sakes. I mean, it's hard to do that. Even if you're in the MAC red and white, they won the red-white. So they're a good team. But I'm probably going to say, I, without knowing too much about Dakota, if Northern plays them, they probably have the best player on the floor. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's the the thing is is if Jamison goes off, assuming they beat the Big Reds, yes. the Big Reds playing well right now, uh, assuming they beat the Big Reds, and you know that's what you hope for. Jamison goes off, mm-hmm. and you beat Dakota. I think it would be considered by most an upset, but again, like you talk about it, is it is it impossible for it to happen? It's not impossible for it to happen. No, no, not at all. Uh, that that'll be a fun one, mainly because we get a port here on port here on Northern game. You'll probably only do that first game, but you'll I'm assuming you're going to stay and just kind of see what they'll get. If they well, I'll play. watch the Lance Cruz North Dakota game because right. yeah, I want to know uh, one of those teams will be playing on Friday, so I have to broadcast yeah. the game. So I want to know about them. Know how good it really is, Dakota. And and who am I watching out for? Kind of get familiar with both both right. squads. Just a quick note: Dakota didn't play a non-conference game this year. I don't think Northern did either. No, they played one. They did play one. So that's what you have. By the way, since we've been doing it, who they would match up with should they make a regional semifinal, another very winnable regional game. Roseville, Lakeview, Lakeshore, Lance Cruz, Frazier. Interesting because, uh, you know, Lakeview is good. And, and Lakeshore, again, Lakeshore I, I don't know. Yeah, Lakeshore's uh, Lance Cruz played is a well good team. They have Karan uh, Butler, I think was his name, or Karan Williams, I can't remember. Really good player for Lance Cruz. It was Karan Williams. Karan Butler is an NBA player. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> or was an NBA player. Yeah. He played know. for the Heat. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he's a really good player. He went off against St. Clair. And, I, yeah. Yeah, he had 30, I think. Yeah. 30 or 32. Yeah, he – and he can shoot the rock. That's so. That's what we have in Division One. All right, you're gyrating here. So yeah, let's get to the district you're going to cover for boys. Yes, because I mean it's it's going to be a hell of a district in this one, uh, hosted by Yale. If I can ever pull it up, um, you know, Croslex. No, I got it. Croslex <laughs> going to be the favorite in this one. They're undefeated. They've beaten everyone. They got the one seed, Armada the two seed. So they, those two teams would avoid each other. Here's the opening round Tuesday matchups. Yale plays Almont. That's at 530. And then 
Emily City takes on Marysville. Marysville does not have an easy road to a district title. If a good Emily City team shows up, they are formidable. They have put up a lot of points. They have, you know, done some good things. However, when they're bad, they're bad. Twice they've been held to 20 or less. Um, Armada handled them pretty good the uh, other yeah. night, too. Uh, I think that was Friday night. So I'm going to pick Marysville to make it out of the first round. An Armada-Marysville game is going to be a lot of fun. I think Marysville kind of will run better than Armada. I think they get up and down the floor quicker. I think Armada has Marysville beat size-wise. I mean, Mary, who, who are you going to put on Connor McKenzie that can match his size? Who are you going to put on Josh Bowman? that can match their size from Marysville. That's going to be where Armada is better than Marysville. That's when you find out how good the Holberg boys are. Especially the younger one. Yep. You might have to ask him to, to guard a McKenzie who can shoot and not let him get rebounds. Maybe you just put Sam Lasher out there and go, I don't care if you score a point. McKenzie does not get an easy bucket. <laughs> Sam, you got five fouls. Yes. Go use them. Yes. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I, I'm telling you what, they played cross last. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know the focus will be on DeMarco and all of that. So, here's the guy that can win it for Marysville, Larry Smayfield. Yeah. Always flying under the radar. Everybody always forgets about him. And then at the end of the night, you're like, oh, Larry had 12 again. Yeah. Larry had 14. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he, he'll go on a little run by himself. Oh, Larry just scored the last five points. Oh, they needed a timeout. Uh, but yeah, Yale Almont, the, the winner of that plays Croslex. I mean, what do we have to say? Croslex is the favorite Yeah, in that game. I think Almont plays Croslex this week. Um, but it's, it's looking now, like – Almont likes to, to shoot the three um, and – the first time around, they didn't make very many against Cross. Yeah, it sound, you know what it sounds like? Almont plays mid-major basketball. You get uh, University of California, Santa Barbara, and they'll either lose the first tournament game by 45 because they couldn't shoot, or they upset Duke by 10 because they shot 63% from three, <laughs> and they just knocked them off as a 15 seed. I, so. I, I think Almont would probably have to shoot 63% from three to beat Crosslex. Can it happen? I guess. Am I expecting it to? No, because uh, the, the, the best shooting that I've seen was that Gross Point South girls team hitting seven for seven to start the game, but they finished the night 11 for 39. Yeah, exactly. Um, but looking at the, Emily, or the Marysville Armada possible semifinal, again, Emily City's not a walkover. They are a good team. They have, they'll probably have, what, the second best player on the floor in Parker Lewis? Mm -hmm. You can't sleep on the Spartans. Um, but Armada Marysville is going to be an interesting matchup. I, I mean, these are two very evenly matched teams. Selfishly, I want to see Croslex play Marysville. I've got to see Armada play Croslex twice. I like Coach Becker. I like all the kids from Armada. Me, as a selfish, Brady. Selfish person. <laughs> want to see a Croslex Marysville matchup. I don't know if I'll get my wish. Armada is a good team. Their only two losses, again, to Croslex, they gave them a scare the second time around. Everyone else they've dominated. In a in a non-normal or in a normal non-Croslex year, we're talking about Armada as this Goliath team in the BWAC. They just have 
cross Lex to slay also, and they haven't been able to do it yet. So uh, a quick uh, quick uh, recap there. I'll, I'll be living out of Dakota's gym for the week, doing the boys and the girls from there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Brady will be uh, going back and forth uh, between uh, two big BWAC uh, haunts uh, between Yale and Richmond for the boys and the girls uh, when the districts get By going. By the way, the combined records of that district, do you know, between the six teams, they are 53 and 19 if you add up all those records. Oh. That's got to be one of the toughest districts in the state. Only one team isn't 500, and that's Yale. That's Yale, yeah. And that's, that's the host. Yeah. So, like. Yeah, talk, they get to play in their gym, so. Yeah, talk about a tough district. I mean, a 10-2 and Almont team, a 13-0 and Croslex team, a 9-2, and I'm sure they'll be up in the double-digit wins after this week, Armada team, and a 10-1 and Marysville team. <laughs> like, that's not, that is a brutal district. But it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, again, probably they're uh, meeting up with either Goodrich or Flint Powers, whoever comes out of that uh, district. And that regional at Crosslex. That's big, should the Pioneers make it there. Um, now in a non-traditional district, which I know you hate. I do um, hate. St. Clair takes on Algonac on Monday or Tuesday. Um, winner of that plays New Haven, Richmond, and Marine City play the night game. Um, well, I guess they're both night games since they're at different locations. Yeah. And the winner takes on Lutheran North. We talked about how good the last district is. This is a tough one. Now, New Haven is, to me, the, the favorite. Yes. Just because they have the best player. And they play in the toughest division, but they have the best record at 5-5. Five and five. Yeah. But, again, look, look at who they, they've played. Mm-hmm. And when they play somebody they should beat, they beat them pretty good. And when they play a, a bigger team, they're respectable against those teams. Uh, and, and they've got a really good player there. So, uh, New Haven, to me, is the team to beat there. Yeah. Um, for those curious, the other district, uh, Lampfear, Notre Dame Prep, Cranbrook, Country Day, and Clawson. Um, I know there's some Poor big Clawson. names there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, they're zero and eleven anyway. So, but yeah, and so you're zero and eleven, and that's where you get sent. Yeah, they have to play Detroit Country Day um, again. For the record, Country Day is only three and four. Cranbrook six and five. Notre Dame Prep six and six. No one there is a buzzsaw Goliath world beater. So and um, we, you want to give Cardinal Mooney a little love where they have what they what Mike McAndrews has been preparing for since he made the schedule and made the toughest schedule for any <laughs> small school. Um, real quick, this is at Peck. Uh, they play Peck in the first round. They actually got the two seed. Um, then they would the other three teams: Dryden, New Haven, Merritt, Chesterfield, Austin Catholic. It's going to be a Dryden Mooney final. I think so, uh, and and again, uh, Dryden is better than you think. Mm-hmm. Like the, 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 that that'll be a good game. Uh, Mooney Dryden is a good game. Yeah, that's the matchup you hope you get because I think those are the two best teams there. Yep. So I think we went over every uh, district, and it's going to be a fun. Next week's going to be fun. This is especially he with the says that now having not experienced it. He's going to come back next week, and he's going to be, never again, never doing that again. 
oh, I'm going to be probably drained, but <laughs> it's going to be a fun. It's going to be a, a lot of fun, and at least tournament time, like even playing it, you don't feel like you play three games in like five days because you're just going. Like you, you don't know if this is your uh, last. Yeah, game. it's also that's the thing. It's in the back of your mind that if I don't win tonight, it's over. Yeah, you're not thinking about oh crap, three games in five days. Oh my gosh, and it's, you, it's like you, I got to win tonight to get to the second game. Yeah, you're just trying to survive in advance so it's it'll be a lot of fun hopefully we have to do this for a couple weeks and we have a lot of teams make it out of the district i hope so uh too because uh it's always fun to uh to this time of the year uh we we can officially say march madness we didn't get our full helping of it last year we got stopped before the girls regional finals got played and before the boys district finals got played last year and there were some good matchups that we were excited about then that uh, we didn't get so let's get them now sounds good you good yeah so tonight recap i'm at marysville five o'clock they the boys take on lincoln for a share of the league title and at after that game around seven marysville's girls take on st Clair's girls in what will be essentially another league deciding game Dennis, you're on a road trip. You're at Romeo for the Northern Huskies. Their girls take on Romeo. That's the plan. Yes. So don't call me later today and say that everything's canceled. I, I don't want to. But you keep doing it. You did it all last week to me. Yeah, because it – okay, fine. I'll send you there, <laughs> and you can do what I did and show up at Marine City and find out the game was canceled. Would you rather do that? No, I would rather you tell me. Exactly. But don't tell me. Exactly. Those are your options. Tell me, but don't tell me. Don't want to hear it. I want okay. to play the games. Okay. All right. That's, <laughs> That's all the time we have for today. And uh, we'll be back on uh, Wednesday um, and try to sort all this uh, mess out because by Wednesday we'll have had that Marysville Thumb Legion game. We'll have the games that uh, Brady's doing tonight, and maybe we'll have a clearer picture of what's going on in the world, or maybe not. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.